0: Israel, Bilvavot. Well, if anybody can uh, talk about Eretz Israel being Bilvavot, being in the hearts of Jews, including the Jews here in the United States of America, in the New York, New Jersey area, it's our next guest, Scott Feltman, has the the honor, and I don't think he would describe it any other way, of uh, serving as executive vice president of the One Israel Fund. Tuesday, November the sixth, I pray that everybody listening right now comes to um, 360 NYC in order to uh, pay tribute to some great honorees and to help build the land of Israel and the state of Israel. Can you still build the state and land of Israel 70 years later? Yeah, you can. And all you got to do is come to a dinner. Oneisraelfund.org slash dinner, oneisraelfund.org slash dinner, or 516-239-9202. Executive Vice President, One Israel Fund, the aforementioned Scott Feltman. Scott, a uh, pleasure to welcome you back to JM in the AM.
1: Good morning, Malcolm. Always a pleasure. Thanks.
0: And I'm not kidding when I say you consider it an honor to serve in this position.
1: It is truly an honor, and I say it every single time I get up in that room at night that it is, it's been an honor of mine for the past 11 years.
0: One wonders, can one make an impact in Judea, Samaria, Jerusalem? Can they make an impact 70 years later? Can we make an impact during peaceful times? Can we make an impact uh, when we uh, are, are struck with this notion that maybe the, the building in these areas, the expansion of these areas, has been stifled? And Scott Feldman can say, not only can we make an impact, but every day the organization is making impact an impact. Scott, the population of Judea and Samaria continues to grow. Thank God. The needs of the area, as evidenced by the incredible progress with the Binyamin Regional Medical Center, uh, continue to grow, continue to be uh, an acute problem that you and your organization are solving. And the uh, incredible ability of the Jewish people to show their resilience <laughs> And to continue to build in the face of all the restrictions, complaints, the media is simply remarkable. I would, I, I would say it's pretty incredible, wouldn't you? That the one Israel fund is able to do what they're doing at this point.
1: It's it's amazing. And yes, there's still so much to do. I mean, I, I love when our when our trips take people there and they show all the empty land that exists throughout this area and how this. Plenty of space for everybody to live peacefully. Uh, last year in 2017, one all Fund impacted over 215 unique projects. We're on pace to beat that this year. I have playgrounds and mikvahs and synagogues and medical uh, medical center, like you mentioned. And unfortunately, security projects still you know rule the day. But there's schools and yeshivas and all kinds of different projects that people can get involved in um and we have them
0: all yeah by the way you you're making such an important point a lot of a lot of people give money to organizations and 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 frankly we encourage it when you know, especially when it's a a great organization but they're not 100% sure or are told 100% exactly where the money's going what department is going to be enhanced by it in your case if someone walks into your office and says, I'd like to build a mikvah in Israel, or I'd like to build a playground in Israel, or I'd like to b- build a facility for kids or teenagers or or or, uh, or senior citizens in Israel, you you can provide for them exactly where it'll be, what town it's going to enhance, and when it'll be completed.
1: I'll give you a perfect example of what you just said. Um, a few days after the dinner, I'm getting on a flight to Israel with uh, a couple of members from uh, the White Shul in Farakaway Congregation Knesset Israel. Right who two summers ago raised money for a specific mikvah uh, in a community called Na'aleh. Um, and it's a very unique project because Na'aleh is a secular community, um, and it was built on the premise that no mikveh or synagogue or day school would ever be built in the community. It was actually written into the charter. Oh, wow. And in the charter it states that until which time... The majority of the community requests one of these items, and it turns out that the married women of the community requested a mikvah to be built. Nice. And when I went to meet them and I asked why, uh, the woman said something I'll never forget. She said, you religious people don't understand. You think you need to be religious to want a connection, a spiritual connection to God. Um, And I'll never forget it. And they want it, and they've been literally going at night and being stoned on the roads in order to fulfill this mitzvah. And we said, you know what, we're going to do this. And the White Shul uh, joined up with us uh, and a couple of other donors, and we're going for the dedication right afterwards. Unbelievable. And they earmarked, it. they earmarked it specifically to that project, and many people do. Um, which brings me to the point, the way we're able to do that is really because of our annual dinner. Our annual dinner is the one time of the year where people contribute and take care of our operating budget so that throughout the year, the millions of dollars that we raise for projects can be earmarked exactly to that project.
0: You know, it's interesting, uh, in the aftermath of what happened in Pittsburgh, everyone's talking about the costs and the practical applications of security measures. This is something you're really familiar with because you, over the last 20 and 30 years, have had to enhance certain communities with security measures with appropriate fencing with cameras uh security guards when necessary uh you you've had to do well you have this experience already, and a lot of our listeners have participated in making sure those communities are secure
1: We do a tremendous amount of security in fact sometimes we are we, we are ahead of the curve uh, we try to tell people we like being proactive rather than reactive we like to prevent the terror and not have to take care of terror victims. Our mantra in the is no more Jewish victims. We work very hard to achieve that. In fact, our security project director, Mark Provisor, is one of our, uh, one of our honorees this year. Uh, he single-handedly has really changed the security situation in Shamron in Judea and Samaria. And not only that, but because he's been here in the States leading up to the dinner, He's actually been called in by a number of communities since the Pittsburgh uh, attack wow. uh, to to actually be able to meet with law enforcement and give over some of the expertise that we've developed over the years, and that the security apparatus in Judea and Samaria has taught us, um, you know, all of the civilian security leaders. So it's been a it's been a symbiotic relationship that we try to give over what we can to the diaspora if we can. Uh, but, at the same time we 're on the cutting edge of uh, of security needs over there,
0: by the way, you chose the right award for him, Shomer Israel. that is the right award for him, to say the least. Uh, it's, it's, yeah, Scott Feldman is with us live via telephone executive vice president. One Israel real fun November sixth November tell me about three hundred sixty what kind of facility is this
1: three sixty is a is a hip hopping fun place we 've been there in the past we haven 't been there in a few years it 's in Tribeca, downtown. Um, and just like the name says, it's 360. It's a it's a full circular building uh, overlooking the Lower Manhattan and the Freedom Tower and the harbor. Um, and it's just a really it's a fun place to be. Uh, and we put on a good show when we're there. So the food is great. Uh, you know that Carolyn Glift is our is our guest speaker this year. The honorees are great. We have a young crowd that comes. It's a lot of fun. People actually the one one of our one of our regulars who comes every year once gave me the greatest compliment in the world. He said, you know, your dinners are not painful. (laughs) So I've I've taken that, and and it means a lot, because I know what dinners mean in the the vernacular to a lot of people, but we try to make it a fun night. There's an an Israeli art sale, uh, and we have all kinds of things that go on during the course of the evening.
0: Ben Brothman will preside as Master of Ceremonies uh, for the dinner on Tuesday, November the 6th, as... uh, Scott mentioned Mark Priviser is among the honorees. Stephen and Jackie Herman, David and Aurora Mossberg, Dr. Irwin and Donna Asman, and Ellie and Mila Berman are all going to be recognized that night with awards uh, for their involvement with the organization. Uh, the keynote speaker, Caroline Glick, what can we say about her? She was with us last week and the week before that when we were in Israel, and she is an amazing author and incredible columnist. She will be there as the keynote speaker, uh, no doubt, with a very, very strong message about the importance of supporting Yudan Shamron and Helping the One Israel Fund do their work. Catering by Main Event Muzzone. You heard about the Israeli art sale, as um, as Scott just mentioned. I mean, you, you have really everything necessary for a, uh, a, for a comprehensive, fun uh, dinner. I hope everybody comes out. I am sure the, uh, the honorees are from different geographic areas, so hopefully you will uh, attract people from many different communities in our listening audience. I know that David and Shari Shapiro are serving as journal chairs, and uh, you have some Amazing people the uh, the Alaskans and the bellows as dinner chairs, so I mean you, you, you have the makings of an amazing event, Scott.
1: thank God thank God we you know we're really excited about look, we're excited about every year and all every year the honorees are deserving uh, this year is a little bit extra special for all of us because of the connection with Mark and Jackie Herman serves as one of our trustees, and her husband is the head of our medical committee for the center that you mentioned, the medical center that we're building. Wow. Uh, the Mossberg's are young leaders from Woodmere, and, and uh, interestingly, the Osmonds and Berman's are being honored. They're from Baltimore, Hi. and they they have spearheaded a campaign to name one of the pavilions in the medical center uh, as the Maryland ER Urgent Care Pavilion. So there's a lot of different components. Yoni Bellows is from Chicago. Uh, the the, the Baums are from Great Neck. So we're really all over, and we hope that people will come out and support. Uh, because the truth of the matter is, at the end of the day, the support that they give at this event enables One Israel Fund to to basically build the land of Israel, and that's yeah. what we've been doing for the past 24 years. Yeah,
0: imagine this. Huh? If you would have told our ancestors you could build the land of Israel by showing up to a dinner, they never would have believed it. But that's it, everybody. Yeah. Just, just come out to the dinner, and you're literally building the land of Israel by supporting the One Israel Fund and their incredible efforts. And when I said geographic uh, locations, I didn't even realize how right I was. People from all over the U.S., as you just heard Scott describe, uh, coming out to be honored and attracting their friends and family to support and be part of this great effort. OneIsraelFund.org slash dinner. OneIsraelFund.org slash dinner. Do what you can to support the cause and to be there on Tuesday night, November the 6th, starting at 6.30 p.m. at 360 in New York City. You could also dial 516 239 9202-516-239-9202. 9202-516-239-9202. And again, the easiest way, org slash dinner. Scott, anything you'd like to add?
1: No, I think we've covered most of it this time, but you know, I, I know that everybody is very, very focused on what's you know, what happened in Pittsburgh and the recent attacks in Israel with uh, with our dear friend Ari Fold and 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 the two people up in the Barkhan. Um, what we want to say is, you know, we, we have a campaign called No More Jewish Victims, and, and that's really what it's all about. And we want to see a situation where there really are no more Jewish victims. We know that it's, you know, it's, not, it's not a realistic goal uh, worldwide, but we know that we have the ability and the technology to really prevent terror attacks from happening. And we do it every single day. I get I get the video footage of our cameras stopping terrorist infiltrations. It's not you know it's 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 not to be Pollyannish. We really are preventing terror attacks. Um, and while we're building everything else, uh, the important thing is just to focus on each and every life. And every one of those those almost five hundred thousand are very precious to each of us. So you know I really encourage people to come out and support and to send a strong a strong and and supportive tone to the communities of Judea, Judea and Samaria, because at the end of the day, you know, I, I look at social media all the time now, and you know, everybody's talking about it doesn't matter if you're conservative or reform or orthodox. You know, they, they hate us all. Well, it doesn't matter if you're living in Pittsburgh or New York or in Shiloh. You know, it's important to support Jews wherever they are and, uh, and, and in any way we can.
0: I'm going to say one other thing, and people who've listened to this show on a regular basis won't be shocked that I'm saying it. And this is not the place where I'm going to expound on it, but I'm going to say one thing. The stronger our communities in Israel, the stronger our communities in the diaspora. Not everybody might believe it. From my experience, I can state it emphatically, and I'm sure you agree with that, Scott. Amen. Thank you so
1: much, and good luck on
0: November the 6th.
1: Nothing, it's always a pleasure. Thanks so much for all your help.
0: OneIsraelFund.org slash dinner. OneIsraelFund.org slash dinner.